Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. I love seeing you guys in the Reach Hangout. So if you have been tuning in, if you have been catching up on my latest episodes, I wanna say, hey y'all, and thank you so, 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 so much. Especially the I Am Qualified posting with my sister, Emmanuel Tremble. That episode, honestly, truthfully, was just amazing to record and she really took me out of my go-to like conversations and we really spoke a lot just a lot of truths a lot of truths with my big sister so that being said I do want to clear up something that was stated on that episode about Amewa claiming to see a psychiatrist she meant to say that she saw a psychologist so I just wanted to get that out of the way so y'all know but other than everything else that was going on in that episode I really honestly truthfully urge you to listen to it and to my other postings because it will really 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 bless you like on scale one to ten a meal so you know now the girls back to today's program of the topic discussing the word opportunity yep just the word opportunity after this podcast today this conversation will be embedded into your brain yes it's that serious so let's grab our beverage of choice and you know me it's been water and getting ourselves ready to get tuned in I wanted to start off this podcast doing a little something a little different um you know I usually come up on here and just flow right into it but I want to think about this question I'm about to give you and like really intuitively like really dig deep so here's the question am I fearful of the future or am I fearful of just not knowing the unknown? You know, for the month of April, our conversations have really been focused on posture, being able to align ourselves in life and receive the things that God has in store for us, even if it takes us out of our comfort zone, shedding the weights that has us bound to the false reality of what people expect or want from us. Also, not just external conflictions, but internal inflictions as well that we cause, aka, y'all should know this word, self-sabotage, self-sabotage, not knowing where our life will take us, even if we set the most predictable plans for ourselves can be triggering. It can be, especially for me personally, when I'm trying to be the best version of me out here and doing things to better myself and heal from past convictions and past traumas. And sometimes in those moments, you guys, I feel that I don't even deserve it. I feel like I don't deserve or feel worthy enough to receive the good things in my life. Though we must persevere in those moments of self doubts and convictions and no it is not the truth you know lately even like before I had my sister on the podcast we just really been staying up late and talking about God and talking about things that we're experiencing that we're going through and just evolving as young women even though we're women we're we're still young because we're in our 20s so young women and um you know just saying like I've been praying and asking God for some things but I'd be feeling doubtful I'd be feeling like I'm in a tough spot and I'm and I tell my sister this all the time and you know she reiterates those words back into my spirit we can 
cannot let the devil play in our mentals. We cannot give him the opportunity to turn our life into his playground and let him do whatever, say whatever, and make us feel like we're not worthy. Make us feel like, well, maybe we tripping. Maybe it's not God, the voice that I'm hearing. You know it's God's voice. God says in his word that my sheep know my voice. So you know God's voice. So instead of being put in a state of confinement, you have to rebuke it. And I said to her, I was like, the Bible says we can rebuke the devil by saying Jesus. He's scared of one word, Jesus. He's scared of the blood that was shed. He's scared of the amount of time and energy God can put into us to elevate us out of the situation that we're in. And it also describes the devil as a tiny little man. So I'm like, you finna let a tiny little irrelevant man abuse you and misuse you and manipulate your mind and have you feeling like you're not loved, having you feel like you're not worthy, having you feel like that maybe you just tripping? I think not. I think not. And I say, you know what? God's word is not void. Whatever he speaks out of his mouth will come to pass. It will come to pass. Everything that God has spoken has come to pass. So whatever God is speaking into you, whatever opportunity he's trying to give to you, it will come to pass. It will. Those opportunities that are placed in front of us, placed in front of me, or will eventually be placed in front of me. We have to remember to stay humble and boldly accept the opportunities, knowing that it is the right path that God has aligned for me and knowing that it is the right path. Because I know personally, even if God doesn't verbally say it to me or verbally show me, I know it is connected to him. I know it is something that I am supposed to do. I know it. So I'm not finna give the devil the opportunity to play in my head like that. Like, man, you don't know me like that. Last time I checked, you thought you was the junk and you got kicked out of heaven. It says you fell down to earth like a boulder lightning. So apparently you wasn't that important. As the old folks say, he started smelling himself. He started thinking he could do anything because he was the a director over music. His name, Lucifer. Lucifer. He was the director over music. That's why I tell y'all words have power. Monitor what you ingest in your spirit. Monitor what you ingest in your ears, your eyes, your mouth, your heart. Monitor that because you're giving things and situations and people the opportunity to manipulate you and persuade you and turn you out of the presence of the Lord and you don't even see it. You don't even see it. You don't even see yourself staggering on the other side of the fence because you're distracted, because you're letting the devil play with your mind. You're letting people play with your mind. You're letting situations play with your mind. Stop letting people play with you. They don't know you like that. They'll be playing with you. And even if they do know you like that, why are you letting them play with you like that? Why are you giving them the opportunity to manipulate you and walk you out of your purpose? We have to stop questioning everything and just be in tune with our emotions stop trying to figure out how you're gonna make things work after you done decided to let things go stop questioning it stop trying to live a false reality because that's what it's doing that's what we're doing we're suppressing our feelings and trying to i and you know what at the end of the day like yes people don't mean things in harm and yes they try to be motivational but that post when it be like well what do you do when you feel like you're at your lowest or low i fake it you shouldn't have to fake nothing it's okay to be entitled of your feelings it's 
okay to be entitled of your emotions. And in those ways and moments of feeling just vulnerable, you have to pray, God, I am not going to let the spirit of depression take me. God, whatever this feeling that I'm feeling right now, not just within this season, that God, you're going to elevate me. God, you're going to work through me. God, you're going to speak that life back into me because my purpose isn't done because you woke me up this morning. I know I have a purpose. I know I have a drive. Even if it is to motivate others, I know in the midst of motivating others, God, you finna motivate me. You finna grow me stronger in you. You finna help me see my full potential, my full purpose. So we can't be okay with living a false reality. We don't, we shouldn't care what society expects of us. We shouldn't care what people expect for us. The only thing that I care about is what God expects from me because he is my creator. He is my way maker. He is my healer. He is the person that I can go to in the time of trouble when I know I can't talk to anybody because if I'm talking to anybody, they can't move the way God can move for me. God brought me out of so many things and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for it. So I'm not going to live in a false reality when I know God is the truth and the way and the light to get me out of this situation. Or it's not even a situation just being existing, just living life. I, ca I cannot give the devil the opportunity to interrupt and to play with my mind and to play with my spirit and to unalign me with the things that I know that God has destined for me. We can't do that. We can't. So take a moment. Take a moment and just breathe. Take a moment and breathe. Take a moment and inhale. Take a moment and smell the blessings that God is about to restore unto you because you know the work that you are putting in. You know the drive that you are putting in will happen. And we have to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to be patient. We have to continue to do the work and we have to just trust and believe that it will that it will come to pass. You know, honestly speaking, you know, for me, just y'all know I'm 22, about to turn 23. There has been so many things in my life where I felt like I should have deserved that position. Or when I received a certain position, I'm like, this doesn't even speak to my caliber. This doesn't even relate to who I am. This is not even elevating me. This is just another title that's attached to my name. And yes, I'm multi-talented, but I want something to reflect me. I want something to vocalize me. Like when people see the, the career choice that I have made or just connections that I have built, they won't second guess and be like, is that really for that person? Like they know, like breathing, living truth. This is Lydia. This is who she is. And you know, that really bothered me. It really did. I was basing my worth and validation on the achievements that was given to my name. I was basing my worth and my validation on whatever people spoke to me. Whatever they spoken to me, whatever they said to me, like, I know I'm worthy because you're telling me I'm worthy. I know I deserve this because you're telling me I deserve this. And that's not what God wants us to reflect our achievements on. Because the rooms that we are getting placed in is not based upon our qualifications, Yes, you need a little, you need a little, little something to be qualified. But the way God is setting it up, it ain't about your qualifications. It's about your posture. It's about your energy. It's about what do you bring into the room? Because a lot of connections are strong and have strong foundations to them because of the person's personality. If you being rude, bitter, spiteful, mean, and condescending every room you would enter into, your name would not hold longevity. You want to know why? Because nobody ain't going to work with you. 
They're going to be like, I'm not going to work with this person. This person is rude. This person act like they the best in everything that they do. There's the difference from you just being humble and braggy. Humble and like condescending. Humble and just vain. So that's what I was like reflecting on. I'm like, well, maybe I'm not good for this position because it wasn't offered to me, even though I know that I know that I know I'm supposed to receive this position, but it wasn't offered to me. And I had to realize that, and honestly speaking, I think we as people, we all do this. We're always searching for something or someone to define us on who we are. What do you mean by that? I mean by searching in the wrong places, adapting to the wrong things, enduring what we know we shouldn't be enduring, and most of all, chasing opportunities to our convenience. What do you mean by convenience, Lydia? I mean, we chase things that we know we will be comfortable with. Like, you know, like, oh, I can just take this little simple position. It's going to get me by in life. And God don't want us just to get by in life. God wants us to reap the benefits that we have sold into the land. When God says your cup runneth over, your cup is about to run over. So don't be so stung go on just that one position, that one spot. And yes, it's okay for you to be okay and stagnant in one spot, but God is trying to elevate us in all things. God is trying to show his worthy. God is trying to show his glory. God is trying to show everything through you in all things, all things. So when you get placed in an opportunity and situation that's going to bring you out of your comfortability, don't be so quick to just jump from it and be like, no, 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 no. Because your uncomfortability makes it comfortable for you to grow. For you to be able to say, I experienced that, I went through that, and I know how to maneuver through that. And you know, you can give your advice to some people, like experiencing whatever you experienced in life. I know this may not be the exact way how you can handle it, but I'm just telling you how I handle it, and hopefully you can take something away to help you. So we have to be focused. We have to understand that, yes, in life and even like what people fail to realize, regardless if you're a Christian or not, you're going to go through things in life. You're going to go through things in life. God even said in his word that serving him, you're going to go through things. But you as you are serving him, even though you are going through, he is still there holding your hand. He is still there protecting you. He is still there guiding you because he wants you to reach the opportunity that he wants to place in front of you. He, he hasn't forgotten about you. And I think a lot of times when we are in our lowest of lows or we're just going through life, going through emotions, we feel that God has forgotten about us. And the whole entire time, God is saying, I did not forget about you, but the places I want you to go is not going to be connected to the situation. It's not going to be connected to this person. So the reason why you're going through this certain season, the reason why you're going through this certain trial, the reason why you're going through the way you're going through, because I'm trying to push a diamond out of you. I'm trying to make you worth something more than what you think that you actually are. So I need you to go through this so you can value what I'm about to place in your hand so you can nurture what I'm I'm about to place in your hand. You cannot receive what God has in store for you if you're not ready. Because the last thing you want to do is fumble the bag. We're always focused on, I got to get the bag. I got to get the bag. I got to get the bag. I, God, let the bag chase me. I'm always
always trying to get the back. God, let this bag chase me. God, let this money find me. God, let money come to me now. God, let healing come to me now. God, let whatever the devil tried to take away from me come to me now. God, whatever you have in store in my life, let it come to me now. We're so busy on chasing. We're so busy trying to reach stuff. And God is just trying to pour stuff in our lap. But we don't see that because we're blinded. We're blinded by things. We're blinded by situations. Like I said previously, I always kept a job. I always had a job. So when I was placed in the moment of not having a job, I didn't know what to do. Like, yes, I have reached. Yes, I have my YouTube channel. Yes, I have things that I have put my hands into. But it was like one of those days, I still don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And God is like, I'm placing you in a situation that I can pour back into you. Because God knows for years I have poured into people. I have given my all on to everybody. And in those moments, yes, I was grateful. But at the same time, I'm, I'm like, God, I'm always pouring into somebody. Can somebody please pour back into me? I feel like my cup is getting empty. I feel like I'm putting so much time and energy into things that I don't need to put time and energy to. So I stopped doing that. But even when I stopped, I still left feeling empty. I still left feeling like my cup wasn't being poured into. And God is putting me in a situation where he can pour back into me. And I have to receive that pour. And I have to receive that opportunity that God wants to place into my life. But I cannot receive it if I do not align myself. If I do not change my posture. All right? We have to. We have to. We. My biggest word is we. We have to see what God is doing. And when God is moving, when God is doing, stop beating yourself up. Stop beating yourself up when you get placed in situations where doors are closed in your face and you hear the word no, because that no is turning into a reason as to why you're about to get blessed. Don't try to fight it. Don't be like, I don't understand. I'm thankful for the no's. I'm thankful for the no's. I am thankful. I'm grateful. I am thankful for the nose because just because they didn't see the potential and the assets that I can bring to the table, God is about to bless me 10 times greater because the crossroads we face in life, the trials, the tribulations and the hardships, they would elevate us in positions, in rooms in our life that has our name designated, that has our name assigned to it. You're not going to have to force your name in a room. You're not going to have to look up this position for your name to be rectified, for your name to be given, for your name to be in the room. God has already spoken it into existence that you're that you are meant for something that you are meant to be in a particular room at a particular place at a particular time so that being said let there be no's so I won't have to take a full circle to get out of that no that I wanted to be a yes to get to where God is taking me all those no's are just elevating me to where I need to be so look at it as a blessing and look at it as yes i may feel i may feel low right now i may feel beaten down right now i may feel the way i may feel but i have to trust and believe and have that faith that god is about to move in my life and i'm gonna just trust in that and you know <laughs> y'all just honestly speaking 
I'm reflecting here, thinking back to the times when people have spoken negativity over my life or the times I have physically, physically saw them trying to pause my growth, whether it was a spiritual, mental, emotional or physical, whatever you call it. They tried to pause my growth and I laugh at it now. Because they failed to realize that the stumbling blocks that they were trying to place in front of my life or try to demotivate me, God turned them stumbling blocks and turned them into stepping stones. I'm not the same person who I was years ago. I'm not the same person who I was last month. Like people want to make you feel bad about yourself for elevating. We're never meant to stay in the same place that we were once in. If that was the case, would we all still stay children? Wouldn't we just stay babies? Like your your body is growing. Your mind is changing. Like everything about you is elevating. So you have to go with that change. So the same person that I was like last year, last month is not who I am now because I'm learning new things. I'm trying new things. I'm elevating myself. And with that, things will change. My viewpoints will change. My position in life will change. And people want to flaw you for that? No, baby. Like, it's okay to change. Like, are you fearful of the future or are you just fearful of the unknown? That's a question you need to ask yourself. I don't think it's the future that you're fearful of because everybody wants to, you know, get to the future. I think you're fearful of the opportunities that that will lead you to your future. You don't really know how your life is going to be really set up. And like, yes, we made plans, but are those plans really working? Because anytime you make a plan, it doesn't really go that way. But I just believe when God says make a vision and write down the vision and make it plain. So you're basically putting these words, your vision into affirmation that God will let it come to pass and whatever you aspire to do, it may not go the exact steps the way you want it to go, but it will have like I had um before I moved to Orlando and I still have these things written down I honestly put them in the journal versus on my wall where I used to carry them but I used to have this vision board and I wrote on this vision vision board I want to say when I before I graduated out of high school in 2017 and I wrote that I would get a car because yes, I had means of transportation and yes, you know, my parents would let me, you know, occasionally drive their vehicle. But at the end of the day, I needed a car because my convenience of me working was becoming an inconvenience to them. And, you know, for the longest, I was like, man, I need a car, man, I need a car. And even though I wrote it down in 2017 and spent in the car by the end of that year, baby, I didn't get a car till 2000 and I want to say 18 or 19. So that being said, I wrote it down. It may not have happened when I wanted it to happen, but it happened. So we just have to trust and believe that whatever is trying to bring us down, whatever opportunity that's being placed in front of us, that it aligns itself with the purpose that God has for us. And it aligns itself to what we are trying to aspire to be in our life. And if it doesn't, that's okay. I don't care if the job is paying you $10,000 in two months. If it's taking you out of your purpose, you could be selling your soul to the devil and don't even know it. Because you're so gun ho on chasing the bag. 
Let the bag chase you. That doesn't mean you don't put in no work. That doesn't no, that doesn't mean you don't put in no effort because faith without works is dead. But stop being so money hungry and take a minute and pause and say to yourself, what am I trying to do in my life? What am I trying to aspire to do? God, make ways out of no ways for me. If this is something, and I have to quote it back to God all the time, like, God, if this is something that you want me to do, you're going to make ways out of no ways for me. You're going to put me in rooms that I even though my name was being spoken into you're going to set up positions and opportunities for me because god this is something you want me to do god this is something that needs to come to pass so since this is something that you're trying to elevate me with god i need you to make a way i need you to make something happen (laughs) because i'm tired of going through life feeling like i'm getting my butt kicked out here doing something that you told me to do and yes i'm enjoying it and yes i'm having fun with it but god i need you to do something a lot of projects I want to do, a lot of things that I want to continue to do, it's on pause. Why? Because the funds that I had when I was working, I don't have those funds no more. So I'm like, well, God, this is something that you told me to do. So I'm going to just believe that you're going to let it happen. Because you did not let me get fired. You did not put me in the situation of not having a steady income for me to not be able to put in the work that you have for me to do. So I'm just trying to believe that he's going to do it. He's going to he's going to make a way out of any way. He's going to make a way somehow. I don't know. Somebody just going to feel in their spirit to bless me with some money. That's how I just feel. I don't know how God's going to do it. I don't know how he's going to set it up for me, but he's going to do it like that. So we have to feel that same way. We have to think that same way. God, I don't know how you're going to set it up. God, I don't know how you're going to do what you said, what you said you're going to do in so many words, but you're going to set me up. Our opportunities are coming. And if by some chance you have already been placed in your opportunity, continue to nurture and elevate with it. You see how I said with it, because a lot of people, they would have an opportunity and just stay stagnant in that position and think it's fine. But as you're growing, you need to be able, like they're saying, either you're going to evolve with society or you're going to get kicked to the curb. So you have to evolve with your opportunity. You have to evolve with whatever God is trying to elevate you with. For your cup to stay running over, for you continue to keep blessing not only yourself, but the church, not just the church, others, not just others, but external things. You have to elevate with it. You have to continue to grow with it. So every day I'm asking, well, God, what do you want me to say to your people? God, how do I elevate, you know, pushing out content on my YouTube? God, how do I draw people more near? How do I do these things? Not to just appease the world, but to walk in God's walk, to walk in his hands and to do the things that he's trying to birth out of me. So we have to elevate with it, period. You know, we have to decide whether we are afraid of the future or we are afraid of the, of the unknown. And once you figure that out, it will gear your position, how you will be able to receive your opportunity. Once you realize that, oh, I'm not fearful of the future. I'm just fearful of the steps that I have to take. So you have to say within yourself, like, God, remove this fear out of me. God, let me to be able to be strong for this journey. God, gear my mind, gear my heart, gear my spirit. Help me to walk in confidence. Help me to walk in humbleness. Help me to be able to do the things I need to do and yes I even become fearful like I'm like God I don't even know what you got going on for me and but I'm gonna stick to it 
I'm going to stick to it because at the end of the day, I know God wants the best for me. I know he's not going to try to shoot me down and break me down and make me feel less than to make me reap the benefits of life. Sometimes life is just life and people will do things to you that you didn't even expect would happen to you. And you just have to stay on that path. You have to stay focused and you have to say, I want better for myself. I don't care what anybody else got to say about it, but I, me, Lydia Trumbull wants better for herself. I don't care what people got to say about it. I don't care what family got to say about it. I don't care what friends got to say about it. I don't care what strangers got to say about it. I don't care what anybody got to say about it because I'm walking in my better. I'm reaping the benefits now. I'm trying to receive the blessings of the Lord now because Reaching for better is only going to align you to Christ. It's only going to make you want to dig in his word more. You know, the funny thing, and I thought to myself, and we're going to wrap it up here, but I'm like, we are always learning new things, trying to, knowledge is power. We're always trying to educate ourselves to be better. You want to do a podcast, you're going to educate yourself on how to do a podcast. You want to be a multimillionaire, you're going to educate yourself on how the steps that needs to be taken to do those things. You want to be a fluencer, you're going to educate yourself. So the funny part about that is, to me, is we educate ourselves on all those things, but we don't educate ourselves in Christ. We just assume that God is going to give us the way, know how and all that. No, I read my Bible and I say, God, you know, I'm finna educate myself. And the Bible just ain't about condemning you and making you feel less than like, yes, there are some things that you should change in your life because it doesn't, you know, acknowledge God and connect with him. But it's like one of those things when trouble comes my way, it reminds me that I can call on Jesus. I can plead the blood in the situation. The enemy will flee. Or not just trouble. I can be broken. I can be depressed. I can be whatever. And it's just motivates. The Bible motivates me. Like in the book of Job, he was a servant to God. And the devil, like, I know I said I'm wrapping up and I'm going to give you this quick story. And if you want to read the book of Job in the Bible, I encourage you to do so. But Job was really down for God. Like he was down, down for God. And the devil confronted God. And I'm just paraphrasing here this story. And he was like, the only reason he's serving you is because you blessed him. This man got wealthy land. This man got a wife. This man got kids. Everything's going good for him. That's the only reason he's serving you. And God was like, no, he's serving me because he loves me. And the devil like, no, he not. He only serving you because he got that stuff. So then God was like, okay, do what you got to do. But I'm telling you, he's going to serve me. But he told the devil one thing, do not kill him. Do not touch his body. So he started losing his land. He started losing his kids. He started losing the wealthiness of his life. And, you know, Job still served and loved God, even when his friends, even when his wife, his wife, his down, his rock said, you still finna serve God and he's been cursing you. He like, man, I don't care. So then the devil came back, man, man, God, the only reason he's serving you because he's good in his body. God was like, okay, touch his body, but don't kill him. God, I mean, not God, the devil put an affliction over him so bad on his body like his body was covered in sores he was in pain and he still worshiped god still worship even when people confronted him was like you need to curse this god that you serve and he was like no because i know it's for a greater purpose i know it's for a greater reason and regardless if it's not i'm still gonna love and i'm gonna worship my lord i'm still gonna worship my god 
and the devil got mad eventually but this was like he endured this for years this wasn't like a week process this wasn't a month process like this man was experiencing this for years so imagine you going through so much downfall for year after year after year after year but you still have a positive mindset like no like I'm still gonna do what I need to do I'm still gonna worship God I'm still gonna praise him even when I'm going through and because he did so God healed him in his body God gave him more kids after the kids he previously had died God gave him more farmland God gave him more he gave he gave him more than what he could ever ask or think because he was confident enough to believe that whatever God is doing in my life is for the greater so we have to be confident and believe that whatever is happening in my life right now, whatever knows I am getting, God is going to make them a yes. Whatever I am enduring right now, God is going to make them a yes. God is going to move me out of the situation that I have been feeling crappy about that I have been beating myself down about that I've been trying to figure out how it's going to work and how it's going to happen and who to who and woo to woo and all this other stuff God is going to work it out don't let the devil turn your mind into his playground don't let the devil turn your life into his playground because God is about to bless you with an opportunity Woo. God is going to bless you with an opportunity that when people look at you, when people look at your life, the only response that you're going to be able to say is God did it for me. You know, God will bless you in your life to give you opportunity just to talk about the grace and the love that he has for you. Like my car situation, I have given y'all the story time on how my car went through my house and I didn't even have money to get a new car. But some type of way, God blessed me with a brand new used car and then he turned that brand new used car into my 2021 Toyota Corolla. Like God is moving. God is blessing. And when people say, oh, my God, your car is so beautiful. Oh, my. Like, like, how did you how did you get that? That is a gateway for me to talk about God, because you want to know why God blessed me with that car. My intentions wasn't even to buy a brand new 2021 car. I just wanted a new car. It didn't matter what year it was. But God worked it out in my favor. When I test drove that car, I told that guy, I was like, I want a new car. You know, I got a loan from the bank. This is how much the bank's giving me, but I want a new car. I don't want no used car. And he was like, I have a car just for you. And it was a, and he made me test drive this new car. And the night before I test drove that car, God asked me in my sleep, he was like, you still want a brand new car? I was like, yes, God. Now, mind you, I don't, like some people be like, I want a brand new Mercedes year. Da, da, da. I didn't know what I wanted. I just knew I wanted a new car. And he, this man, the dealer, he was like, I got a car. Let me um, bring the car around. It was a brand new car. It had like, shoot, two miles on it because, you know, people got to test drive the car. And he asked me why I was driving the car. And I really did love this car, y'all. But, you know, I would set myself up for failure. And that's something I need to work on. That's that self-sabotage. I'm like, well, it's more than what the bank offered me. The bank offered me 20K. The car was 30K. And he was like, do you want this car? I was like, 
Yeah, but I don't want you dri- having me drive around this car, giving my hopes up, and you can't make it my car because I told you this is how much the bank want gave me. And he was like, that's not what I asked you. He was like, do you want this car? I was like, yeah, I want the car. He was like, I'm going to make it happen. Like, you just don't know who God will place in your life to bless you. You just don't know. So we have to stand firm. We have to stay motivated, even in those moments where we are at our lowest of lows. And sometimes I go to bed crying at night because I just don't understand. But I trust and believe. I'm like, God, I don't know why I am enduring this. I don't know why you put me in this season. But God, I know it's going to work out for my good. I'm just trust and believe. And I'm going to rebuke the naysayers. I'm going to rebuke whatever the devil tried to upstir in my life. And I'm going to just trust and believe that God, you're going to make it happen because I don't know what rooms you're about to place me in. I don't know who hands you're about to touch to bless me. I don't know what you got going on, but it's going to be for the greater good. And I'm going to stand firm on that. You want to know why? Because our opportunity is coming. Your season is coming. God is about to let your cup runneth over. And you need to walk in that and stop dimming your light. Stop manipulating who you are. Stop shifting yourself to fit this false reality that the world want us to be and say, no, I am strong for the Lord. No, I believe this is the path that is destined for my life. And I'm going to walk in it. You laughing now at my situation, but when God is about to elevate me, when God is about to bless me, then you're going to be looking with your tail between your legs because I told you that God is doing things for me. If God is blessing me, he is not a respect the person. He's going to bless you. So whoever is listening to this, God is about to bless you just like he is about to bless me. And that's on what? Period. Period. Stand firm. Don't fall. Don't lose your faith. Stand firm. Don't let the wind blow you out of your purpose. Stand firm. Don't let the devil play with your mind. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Stand firm. Because your opportunity, that opportunity that you've been asking, that you've been praying, that you've been crying, that you've been days and nights and years even been trying to figure out, it is coming. Stand firm on it. And watch how God bless you. Watch how God move. Watch how God just blow your mind. I really do feel like God is about to blow our minds. Whether you've been asking God to bless your womb to have children, God is going to blow your mind. Whether you've been praying to God for a husband, God is about to blow your mind. Whether you've been asking God to increase your finances and remove debt out of your life, God is about to blow your mind. Whether you've been asking God to remove depression out of your life, God is about to blow your mind. Whether you've been asking and praying God to detach you from toxicity, God is about to blow your mind. Where you have been going through family trauma and abuse for so long and you feel like you just can't take it no more god is about to blow your mind he's about to blow your mind in this life so stand firm don't move i'm serious about that thing stand firm don't move that's on what period that's my stamp 
in Jesus' name. It will happen in Jesus' name. Whatever whatever you stretch forth your hands to do, God will bless it in Jesus' name. God will put you in rooms in Jesus' name. God will bless your pockets in Jesus' name. God will bring your children back to him in Jesus' name. God will heal your body of any affliction in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Every type of abuse, every type of anything that does not rectify God. Jesus took that beating. So we wouldn't have to. So afflictions have to go. Depression have to go. Anything has to go that doesn't align itself with God. Stand firm on that, y'all. I'm serious about that. Stand firm on that. Even where I am placed in moments where I, I, because I'm not perfect, where I feel like I have done something or saw something that does not rectify God, I have to ask God for forgiveness and continue to stand firm. Or in those moments where I feel like I'm being attacked and I just don't understand, I have to ask God to guide me, to guide my mouth, to guide my spirit, to guide my heart, to just let me to stand firm on him. And I'm not serving God so I can reap benefits of blessings. I'm serving God because I love him. I'm serving God because he has shown himself to me time and time and time and time and time again why I should serve him. Not because he is blessing me, but because he can give me something that nobody else can give me. And that's everlasting, unconditional love and peace. I want peace for my life. I don't want my life to be filled with drama. I don't want people popping up in my life claiming X, Y, Z. Baby, get out my face. I want peace. That's That's all I want in this life is peace. And God has been answering my prayer and been blessing me with this peace. Well, it's it's time that I get off this thing because I done told y'all I'm wrapping it up. And just stand firm. That's 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 all I got to say. My takeaway, stand firm. Don't be swayed by what you see. Don't be swayed by what you hear. Don't be swayed by anything because God is speaking to you in this moment, in this season, in this time. And we just have to stand firm. But yeah, I love you guys. I love you. 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 I don't care. We are complete strangers. I still love you. That's why I said I'm your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door, neighbor, homie, because I love you in all different types of aspects in your life. I love you. I can be your sister. I can be your friend. I can be your homie. I could be your neighbor. Honestly enough, some people that I have brought on my podcast have been my neighbors. You don't know who can speak life. You don't know who you need to be connected to. So I'm, I can be all those things for you because I love you and God loves you. God really do. God God wants you to know that he loves you. And this pain you may be feeling, this, this confusion you may be feeling is only temporary and God's about to blow your mind because why? He loves you. He really do. But other than that, this is your sister friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia, signing off until we meet again and telling you to not forget to like, comment, share, and make sure your post notifications are turned on 
for the next episode because like I said, I post weekly, all right? I post weekly. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel by searching up Lydia's Chronicles. Lydia's Chronicles. My name, Lydia, then Chronicles, but my name plural. So L-Y-D-I-A apostrophe S space Chronicles. C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. Lydia's Chronicles. And I post on there twice out the week now. So I have a schedule for y'all. I only pace, put post pace post two times out the week if i have the opportunity to do more i will if i don't then y'all know y'all only get them two times or if something else come up then you get that one time but like i do i post weekly so if you don't see me on here you're gonna see me on there because I'm, I'm everywhere oh i received that in the blood of the lamb i am everywhere but yeah so please follow that channel please subscribe to that channel please like that channel please comment on that channel please positivity positive vibes on that channel plus on here because you know but yeah p.s we must always remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally emotionally physically and spiritually with who with god y'all but I love you, SBCs. And until we meet again, bye.